All right, everybody, welcome back to the Waiver Wire. It is August 11th. I mean, it's been a while. It's been about two weeks. I'm joined again with Nick. We're picking right back up where we left off. Nick, he's in the middle of a move. I just got my wisdom teeth taken out, so it was only right. We took a took about a week and a half to two weeks off. Um, but what's going on, Nick? How you doing, man? It's been a doing minute. Doing good. Settled in. Um, for anyone who cares, I am now in Phoenix, Arizona. So... Uh, pretty hot yeah <laughs> but ready to talk some football hey you got that fresh haircut it's looking good man um, oh, thank you so we've covered everything except for the south divisions and the east division so we're gonna go ahead and start out with the afc south man what do you think about this division uh in the last three years every one of these teams have won a playoff game so that's pretty impressive but what do you think about the afc south yeah it's a balanced division it's one of these divisions where the worst team is not trash Mm -hmm. and that's kind of rare as we go through the divisions there's always that one team where it's like oh you know this is going to be this is going to be rough this is going to yeah. be a tough season and this division doesn't have one of those teams i mean it's a toss-up for me on who the worst team is and i still think that they are probably a six seven win team at the bottom and that's a lot better than most divisions so very balanced yeah before i said i thought the nfc north was going to be like the most competitive division but i, I think the afc south kind of gives the nfc north a run for it you know um yeah the only problem you know yeah i don't know they're, they're pretty close but this will be a fun to, my, my favorite division to watch this year besides the afc north obviously was going to be yeah. i mean the nfc west because i just think seattle and the, all that's gonna be fun but anyways um this is gonna be a really tough division i feel like uh, so we're going to go ahead and kick it off with the Houston Texans. Uh, last year, they were 11-5. They were first in the division. Um, what do you think we, we should expect from the Houston Texans? Yeah, the Houston Texans, you go down their roster, and it's like big name after big name. The defense is loaded. The weapons are dynamic. Deshaun Watson is a little overrated, in my opinion, but a very good player, very capable of winning it all. And then you get to the offensive line, the nitty-gritty, and it's like, where is everybody? What are we doing? <laughs> and it's just so crucial to a team. I wonder if all that talent around can pick up the offensive line because Deshaun Watson has an injury history. He, quite honestly, runs into a few sacks every mm -hmm. once in a while. But keeping him healthy is going to be the number one priority and giving him time to throw to DeAndre Hopkins, who's probably the best receiver in the league mm -hmm. is crucial for this team to thrive. Yeah. I think, uh, that's, that's what makes you feel good about a team is that offensive line. That's the biggest question for me when I look at a team and I think, can they make a run? You know what I mean? The offensive line is the first thing I think about. Um, and they, they just don't have it. They definitely, like, like you said, they got the talent. They got DeAndre Hopkins out there. I mean, Will Fuller has an injury history. Um, if he can stay on the field, he brings a lot to the table. Jadavian Clowney and JJ Watt are both gonna go into the season healthy. You know, if they continue to stay healthy, they're gonna dot they're gonna wreck quarterbacks, you know. But yeah, I mean Deshaun Watson was sacked the most out of any quarterback last year, and you're right, he's got an injury history. You know, he, he tore his ACL a few years ago. Uh, he missed some time last year as well. Um, so to me, it's like that offensive line is crucial because in order for this ship to sail, they gotta protect Deshaun Watson and it, it's not geared up to do so you know the last two years he's missed time because i mean quite, quite frankly he, he gets his ass gets beat up you know like ever like it just seems yeah. like he's always he's thrown to the wolves out there um you know but it is like a recipe for success because 
you know, to keep it in this division, I guess you could say, like, the Colts also were a team like that before where Luck was always injured and they didn't have an offensive line. And it's like, damn, this this isn't, you know, this isn't looking good. But then last year, you know, their offensive line starts to come together and they, they were really impressive. Um, the Texans, though, I mean, they lost Tyron Matthew. They lost two cornerbacks, Kareem Jackson and Kevin Johnson. Um, we'll see, man. I mean, that, that offensive line is just really, really their weakest point. I feel like they're a very solid team all around. Um, what do you think about yeah, them trading you. for Duke Johnson? Yeah, I've always been a Duke Johnson guy. I love Duke Johnson. I think that he's not a bell cow, but I think he's more of an all-around running back than he's been given the opportunity to be. Mm -hmm. I think when he first came to the league, he just excelled so much as a third down back and as a receiver, they just decided that's who he is. And I think he can be a little bit more. And quite honestly, I think he should get the the first – you know, the first carries before Lamar Miller. I think he's more dynamic. Yeah, I don't have the exact stats, but I'm pretty certain he was like right around five yards per carry, you know, on average. I'm not a, I'm not 110% sure on that, but I'm pretty sure his yards per rush or yards per carry were like pretty impressive. Um, yeah. I, I like the pickup as well. The only the only question mark for me is, I mean, their, their line sucks, and they pick up a 5'8 running back who might have to pick up the duties of blocking these – bigger linebackers and bigger defensive ends. So we'll see how it works out for them. They're, they're big, they got a great team. The problem is that line. We'll see if they can protect Watson. But, man, moving on from them, we got the Colts next. Uh, they were 10-6. and six. They finished second in their division. I'm really excited for this team. This is my pick to win the division. I really like Andrew Luck. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, I feel like, is a little bit underrated. Honestly, no one really thinks about him. Um, and that Naeem Hines is good. Marlon Mack also had a good season last year, I thought. So what do you think about the Colts? Yeah, I love the Colts. I love that offensive line. Quentin Nelson, their all-world guard, is just one yeah. bad he's like a, dude. He's, he's like a second-year player, too. Yeah, this, this is, is really impressive. his second season. He's yeah. a tank. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they just have an identity on offense. Andrew Luck is so good. Yeah. He is so good. I it's, love watching Luck play. He is just such a clean player. They have three tight ends that can make plays, and Mo Alley Cox, Eric Ebron, Jack Doyle is like the best tight end to take for your last pick in fantasy football, yeah. just in case something happens. And they picked up Devin Funches, who I've always great been a pickup. Fan of. I thought that was an awesome pickup, honestly. That was, he really I like that. Compliments Ty. Yeah. Yeah. So I I love this offense. I think Frank Reich is a great coach. Him and Andrew Luck seem to have a good bond. And that defense doesn't have a lot of household names, but they just seem to play really well together. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they, I mean, for me, they're the division favorite and should be talked about as one of the teams to make that Super Bowl run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they brought in Justin Houston as well. And they, like you said, yeah. Devin, the Devin Funches acquisition was super, super clutch. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he's like 6'4", 220. He's just a big-ass receiver. And he's somebody yeah. who's, who's going to be on my radar for fantasy. Since we're playing each other week one, just keep that in mind. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they re- they retained Eric Ebron, too, who, like, look, to be honest, I had Jack Doyle last year in fantasy, and I was kicking myself because Ebron emerged as, like, this tight end juggernaut out there, you know? And rightfully yeah. so. I mean, he had 750 yards, 13 touchdowns. Those are all career highs. Uh, the Colts were fifth in points per game, first on third down situations, which is so crucial, I feel like, um, and top five in several other categories. Um you know, like I said before, Marlon Mack is awesome. They are, they have a zone-heavy defense, 
So I guess you can on their defense, their corners are a little. Uh, they, they, their corners aren't as good really as the rest of the defense. So when you play a little bit more of a zone heavy defense, it kind of hides that a little bit. Um, yeah. The biggest thing for me that's kind of like it's not irritating, but it's like when people are making arguments for other teams to win this division, they say, "Oh, the Colts defense isn't going to be that good." Last year was a fluke. The Colts defense isn't going to be good this year or whatever. And it's like I would bet on their defense playing consistently and their offense continuing to dominate than gamble on Deshaun Watson's offensive line. You know what I mean? Or exactly. like or like the Jags first I'm not nothing against Nick Foles, but it's his first year playing in a Jacksonville Jaguars uniform, you know? So um, I, I would feel much, much better betting on the Colts, uh, thinking their defense will play just like they did last year and their offense, their offense, I think can only get better from here to be honest. So I um, agree. Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes down to it, I mean, when you think about Mariota, Deshaun Watson and Nick Foles, they're just not as good as Andrew Luck. Right. No, totally. I, I totally agree with you. Um, so moving on, man. Is there anything else you want to say about the Colts? I'm, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm really excited to watch these guys play. I like it. Sucks. It sucks because they're in the AFC, but I mean, they're a fun team to watch for me. Yeah, I think that a few rookies that I like for the Colts. Um, Bobby Okariki is from Stanford. He's an inside linebacker, long, rangy guy that I think is going to make plays. And cornerback Rakia Sin. That is his name, and it's. The best name in the NFL, probably. I think he's got a lot of potential. Maybe not this year, but a guy to look for in the future. I think that um, those are the type of guys that might be the unexpected pieces that people don't see. Yeah, man, this is a – yeah, we're going to do the NFC South, obviously, next week or whatever, just continue the South. But I really, I really like this division. The NFC South is just exciting for me. Um, I like that. But moving on to the Jags, man, They brought, like we said, they brought in Nick Foles. Blake Bortles is down with the Rams now. Um Cam Robinson's coming back to protect Foles. They allowed 53 sacks last year, so uh, that offensive line was also a little shaky. Uh, but what do you think we should expect from the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah, Jacksonville is very interesting because I like Nick Foles. I think he is a phenomenal human being and an incredible leader. I think he's very intelligent. I think he has a good arm. I think he's got good feet. He doesn't have anything that really you know shines above everything else but he's really solid and i think this offensive line is good mm-hmm. i think that cam robinson's going to come back solidify that left side they have a lot of depth they have andrew norwell is a all pro guard they have a guy named will richardson who did not play last year he was injured but he was a draft pick out of north carolina state that i liked and they also brought in a few guys who were high picks for other teams like cedric ogbwehi who should be competing for a guard spot, but most likely is going to be that swing tackle for him. I think the offensive line is actually going to be really good. The question is, who's Nick Foles throwing to? <laughs> they they just don't have any weapons. Leonard Fournette is a absolute freak, but at yeah. times I wonder if he has his eyes closed. <laughs> and it's just he's got really bad allergies. If, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just don't know if. Foles can thrive the way he did in Philadelphia when he has Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz and Alshon Jeffrey yeah. and an amazing offensive play caller. And in Jacksonville, I mean, what, Chris Conley and Mark Keith Lee? I just, it's, it's going to be interesting. The defense is loaded, but I just yeah. don't know if they have enough talent on the outside, especially when this division 
has very talented defenses that they have to go against. Yeah, it's it's kind of rough because I feel like that's been the question for them maybe the last three years or whatever. You know, like yeah. who 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 have they been throwing the ball to? They really like they they really don't have any big name receivers or whatever. They have an amazing defense. Jalen Ramsey, honestly, I know people really dislike him. People really like him. I'm in the category of really liking him. I like his attitude. I like how he's out there, like trying to be the alpha male, you know, because people respect that. So, but I just he's think, good. yeah, he is good. He's solid. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they scored 20 plus points twice in the final 12 games of the season. That's the fewest in the NFL. Their offense just can't get it done. Uh, Leonard Fournette, I feel like he hit it right on the head. You know, he's, like, so talented, but there's times where he's, like, I don't, don't even know if he wants to be playing football out there. You know, I don't know I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, they added yeah. Josh Allen in the draft with the seventh pick. Um, so there, there they go, bolstering that defense some more. Um, this team, honestly, I, I don't think has a – I mean, I don't think they have a chance. They, they, they obviously have a chance to win the division, but I think the likelihood of that is really slim. I'd even take the Titans over this team just because – I feel like yeah. who, who's generating the offense here, you know? Um, and if Nick Foles all of a sudden is I mean Marquis Marquise Lee are like synergizing and go for thirteen hundred yards, then I guess I'll bite my I'll eat my own words. But I mean the likelihood of that happening, in my opinion, is very slim. So um, yeah. we'll see. This defense is fun to watch though. This is a fun team to watch defensively. Very talented. Yeah, and that's that's my favorite side of the ball, anyways. I like watching defenses. Uh, just because I feel like that's where you're making statements. So it'll it'll be a fun team to watch on that end. Um yeah, there were twenty. Their offense was twenty seventh in total yards, twenty six in passing, and nineteen in rushing yards. So I mean, this nothing special, you know. Uh, thirty yeah. only thirty. They only got thirty seven sacks last year, but they had eleven picks, and their defense finished fifth in almost every defensive category. So, yeah. Anyways, man, anything else you have about Jacksonville? Yeah, I just think that the defenses might improve. To th- I mean, I know they're already top five, but I think. It'll be interesting. They have the linebacker that is not playing this year, mm-hmm. their starting linebacker. And their defensive line is super deep, very talented. And their defensive backfield is really deep and really talented. At linebacker, they're kind of thin, like in depth and in actual players. Miles mm-hmm. um, Jack is really good, but he's about 220 pounds. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see how they shake things out and how they play defense. It'll maybe play more safeties, play small, play fast. But yeah, I'm excited to see that defense get back to where they were a few years ago. Yeah, would you would you rather take the Bears defense or this Jacksonville defense? Not even close. The Bears. Yeah. Really better. <laughs> I I'm telling you right now, the Bears are, this year, it they could put up legendary numbers. Dude, I no, think I I wouldn't be surprised. That legendary. defense is is absolutely stacked. Um, Khalil Mack is just. I mean, we're not making it about the Bears. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the Tennessee Titans, man, they traded for Ryan Tannehill, who I think is going to be a solid backup. And that almost, to me, says, hey, Mar- we're not betting on Mariota's health this year. Like, we want to try to make a run, and we need we need a backup because Mariota's yeah. got, like, 15 injuries in the last two years. And I love watching the guy play. And I really, you know, obviously, being Morgan, I'm, a, I'm in his corner, but he, th- he can't stay healthy. Um, it's a contract year for Mariota as well, so it's one of those years where it's like, if, if you're if you're him you want to be able to stay healthy and to go out there and put up some numbers so we, you get paid you know uh but what do you think about this uh tennessee titans team yeah it breaks my heart to watch mariota because he's just it's not as good as i thought he was he just doesn't throw the ball as well as i thought he does he gets hurt as soon as everything starts to click it seems like he gets hurt 
for some reason he won't run as much as I think he should. I think right. he should scramble more. Yeah. But just whatever it is, it just doesn't come together. The offense around him in his defense has never been that good. Mm-hmm. Although this year I think it is very talented. Mm-hmm. Taylor Lewan suspended for the first is it three games or four games for the PED violation? I think it's I think it's four. Yeah, that's a big that, that's, yeah, that's hit. A, that's and a they have a tough him. schedule right out of the gate. I know I need them but to beat this, Cleveland in their first game. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think that could be the difference. Yeah. I think that that's how close that game was going to be. I would maybe pick Cleveland now, but it's the thing about the Titans is talk about defense. This Titans defense is loaded. They are very talented. They signed Cameron Wake, which is very underrated. I know he's getting older, but he's still got some left in the tank. Jarrell Casey is a all-world defensive tackle, top five defensive tackle in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of weapons in their defensive backfield. Some big hitters. Kevin Byard is probably the best safety in the entire NFL, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He is an absolute freak. And their coach loves defense. He, co- I mean, Vrabel is intense. He That defense plays mean, and they play fast. It's going to come down to the weapons, I think. It's going to come down to Mario to make him plays. Can Derrick Henry play the way he does sometimes? Down, down the stretch last year? That's, that's, yeah. that's one of my, that was one of my points, too. Yeah. I like, and, I like Derrick Henry when he's playing like that. He's, a, he's like a bulldog. He's bullying people out there. It's awesome. He does. He Sometimes he's, he's got a little looks like Tarzan runs like Jane. Sometimes, like, <laughs> dude, you're 240 pounds, like, run at him run yeah. right at him like, stop trying to run around people but i think that adam humphreys was a great pickup he's the type of receiver that mariota likes to throw to because mariota's really good inside the hashes mm. Corey davis hasn't really panned out it's a big year for him to prove his um draft pick they and they also got aj brown aj brown at yeah. old miss so they have the weapons they have the offensive line they signed Roger Saffold from the Rams, who's an all-pro guard. I think that they're going to win ugly. I think it's going to be a lot yeah. of running, a lot of uh, a lot of defense. A lot but of I think complete that, passes. Yeah, it, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how they play. But I think this team is the second-best team in this division. Oh, wow, really? Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they drafted that Jeffrey Simmons, the number 19 defensive lineman. Yeah, he could be a steal. He, so he was projected in the top 10 for a while. Um, and then his injury kind of had him drop back. Yeah, like you said, Corey Davis, AJ Brown, Humphreys are all going to be on, you know, Mariota's weapons. I just, I think the biggest question mark, which I guess you could say Mariota's health, but that's not really a que- that's not really a question mark. Like that's just a part of the game. You know, anybody can get hurt. But it's the Derrick Henry. If he can play like he did down the stretch last year, and yeah. you know, help open up the passing game or have them respect the rush, this could be a really good team. Because I mean, th- this defense is solid. Um, the problem, another problem is they got a different offensive coordinator every year for Mariota and they haven't changed that this year. It's also a new OC taking over. So it's every year there's a whole new scheme for Mariota. Uh, the offensive line took a step back and they drafted Nate Davis with the 82nd pick to sure up the line. Um, yeah, man, and they're, they're 25th in total yards a game, 29 in the pass and six in the rush, which, uh, which sucks to, sucks to see, you know, a Mariota led team at 29 in pass yards, but this is going to be a really good team still. I, I, I really do think the Colts are going to take the division, but the Titans are going to be right there to battle it out. And I think the Texans will be there too. Um, Jacksonville is the one team where 
you know, it, it, to me, it'd probably go Colts, Titans, uh, Houston, then Jacksonville. Uh, but this will yeah. be this will be a fun division. This will be a good division. It will be. Jacksonville is it. Jacksonville is gonna cause somebody to stumble. I don't know who it's gonna be, but you know the Titans and the Texans. They gotta take care of Jacksonville because they're not a gimme. There's no gimmies in this division. Play everybody twice. It's definitely gonna be interesting. And I mean, it's the type of division where the Colts are the favorites. It's gonna but, be some physical games. But Jacksonville could could beat the Colts, especially in Jacksonville and that humidity. So, I mean, yeah. that's what I love about this division. A lot of defense, a lot of defense. Yeah, man. Real quick, uh, before we before we end this one, we're going to do the NFC North next week. But what's the takeaway from uh, – just real quick, what's the takeaway from the Bears preseason game we should know about? Oh, man. David Montgomery is a stud. I am not a better. I just made a big move. I don't got money to throw around, but if I did <laughs> – I'd be dropping big money on David Montgomery to be the rookie of the year. He oh, is. Oh, wow, really? He's phenomenal. Yeah, that's awesome. He's everything I thought he was going to be and more. I think that, uh, yeah, he's exciting. Yeah, my biggest takeaway from the Steelers preseason is Devin Bush is that guy. He is that guy. He had 10 yeah. tackles, and he was he was fast out there. It was awesome, man. It felt good to see that again. But yeah, right James now, Washington. James good too. Washington was awesome too. You're right. Yeah, he uh, he almost had a touchdown catch where he just barely didn't drag the toes. But I was just thinking, man, you get more reps. This is what preseason's for. You get more reps like that, and you're gonna start doing that. He he looked really good too. Anyways, yeah. all of our social medias under Nick right down there. We're at the Waiver Wire on Facebook, Waiver Wire Pod on Twitter, and you can also find us on YouTube, Apple Podcast, or Spotify. Nick, man, I appreciate you coming on. We're not going to take no more two-week breaks until you move yeah. again, and then unless I get more wisdom teeth taken out or something. But right on, Hopefully man. Not. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, man. I'll see you later. See ya.